Hey folks, hope you're doing great. In today's blog we will be learning from a beautiful financial book 12 Rules of Managing Risks and Rewards, The Zurich Axioms. Let me talk a little bit about the book and about the author before getting into the entire things inside this book as well. This book talks about managing risk and reward. The author of this book is Max Gunther. The Zurich Axioms is basically 12 different axioms or statements or principles that one must know about the risk and reward when investing in the stock market. These axioms are distilled by the experience of the author's father and his father used to work in a Swiss bank in New York and this is from his father's experience and his own experience that he talks about in this book and there are 12 rules or statements that he follows and he says you guys should also understand these 12 rules when you're investing in the stock market and it's very amazing to see these rules because it's slightly unconventional that you might think this is a straightforward rule but he's written from his experience some slightly different rules and it's good to see what it is. Now if you look at the author from 1927 to 1998, he was an Anglo-American journalist and a writer as well he has written almost 26 books including his investment bestseller, Zurich Axioms. He was born in England but Gunther moved to US at the age of 11 after his father who was the manger of a Swiss bank in New York and it was called the Swiss Bank Operation and later on in 1998 the bank got merged with Union Bank of Switzerland to form the second largest wealth management firm and then after all that he wrote this entire book called the Zurich Axioms largely based on his father's trading advice so, before we get into the 12 different rules or 12 different statements. I want to say all these rules that you will see right now are from the book, it's not my rules, the rules are from the book which is quite interesting as it's on risk and returns. So, I want you guys to have an open mind, and understand the logic behind these rules and let's see what the different rules are. So, let's begin. Axiom 1, on risk now you know that most of us love a risk-free portfolio we want to maximize gains, but we want lowest risk possible so we want to become rich but take the least amount of risk also at the same point because risk-free portfolio offers me stability and security so peace of mind is there, but the axioms proposes the reverse, it says, if you really want to become rich then you have to take more risk. The price of risk is a state of worry. The book says that we must learn to live with risk as without taking some risk you won't get rich. The only thing is with this risk comes a lot of stress, as you might be worrying a lot. A life avoiding worry is either boring or you just end up being poor is what the book says. Basically the book says is you need to live an adventurous life and all the rich people if you look at them they've all become rich because they've taken certain risks in life and what this book basically says is take the risk. You must learn how to live with risk you must learn not to worry and worry is just a normal thing but you should not worry about risk and invest in such a way where risk is a continued thing for you to grow. Now it also says you need to play for meaningful stakes what does this mean? This basically means that if you have a brilliant idea then you need to invest a lot of money in that idea. Another very important thing which he talks about in this axiom is that he is saying resist diversification and we have heard a lot of people talking about this that don't over diversify. If you get too diversify you won't be able to invest a lot of money in that meaningful stake or in that brilliant idea that you have got. Diversification definitely reduces the risk, if it reduces the it reduces the significant reward that you can get and if you reduce the significant reward that you can get then you won't make a lot of money is what they say. So, 3 things on risk axiom, 1, be okay with the risk, 2, play for meaningful stake, 3, resist diversification. Axiom 2, on greed I think most of us can relate to this axiom. The book says basically that if you reduce your greed, then you increase your chance of making money. Start reducing your greed, don't be so greedy about money. Have a system in place. It's very important to have system in place. Don't let this emotion of greed come into your stock trading life, so stay away from greed as soon as you get a good profit book your profit and get out of there. Don't wait for extra 10% to 15%. 
Now you might be thinking how to decide to beat greed. There is very simple way to beat greed is you need to have system. And that system is when I am trading in something what is my desired profit and if I get that profit number I am out and stick to that. Axiom 3, on hope there is a line in this book that says, when the ship starts to sink don't pray, just jump. In the stock market when you are investing into the markets, expect things to go wrong, expect your investment ideas to be bad, expect the market suddenly might turn and become a very bad market for you expect you to make a lot of losses but then do not pray or do not think that your ability to invest is gone and you know don't lose the confidence that you have in yourself. Don't hope on something that is not there when it does happen, when something goes wrong like that don't sit and pray saying to some divine intervention that please the stock move upwards, that does not work in the stock market, it's not how stock market works. So, when that does happen and you have had a loss and you are having a bad day, don't pray just, cut your losses, jump out of it and let it go. A lot of people cannot accept loss, only good traders accept loss, a lot of other people in the stock market even if they're investing they cannot accept loss. The book recognized the following challenges which is basically loss is very painful, very few people can admit that they were wrong. Axiom 4, on forecasting forecasting is like future prediction. Book says, human behavior cannot be predicted. Distrust anyone who claims to know the future, however dimly. Nobody can predict stock market, the person who can predict it would be making a lot of money. But now the question is why do we still listen right, why do humans still want to know that they can predict the stock market tomorrow or have this feeling that you know I can connect some dots or I can connect the pattern and actually predict the stock market and this is a human thing, why do we listen to them? We listen because the easiest and quickest way to get rich in the stock market is to know what the market is doing tomorrow. But that's not what happens usually and humans over history over time always have this urge to know what's going to happen tomorrow or what is the future going to look like. Now why are this forecasters or this future prediction guys dangerous, the reason being sometimes they might be right, I am not saying that they are wrong I am saying sometimes they might be right, but when these guys go right, if one guy predicts future is right once and then he's right again, and then he's right again, three times he's right then everyone believes he has found the perfect formula to predict the future and he is amazing then he might go wrong once or twice, but nobody will care about the wrong because they will start looking at the right because he did, he was right two to three times, so if you look at it from this perspective, whenever there is a person who is forecasting the future often people tend to look at his good side and tend to forget the times when he has been wrong multiple times that's what this book says. Axiom 5, on patterns chaos is not dangerous until it begins to look orderly, this mean that we know that the chaos is there, everywhere there is chaos something or other keeps happening, and we think chaos is random, but chaos if it is random then it's okay for us, but imagine if there is an order in chaos and that is when it starts becoming dangerous, if we know and predict when the next chaos is going to happen. Now everyone wants a formula to be rich, so we all try to look for patterns everyone thinks there is this way where there's a pattern that if you do this you will make a lot of money and a lot of people try to make formulas and these formulas that actually don't exist, but what this book says and what this axiom basically says, is luck plays a bigger role in the investment than you might actually imagine on your outcomes. Luck plays a very big role apart from these formulas, he is like formulas don't exist. Sometimes luck play a big role. It's true that history repeats over a period of time but sometimes history does not repeat itself and a lot of people think history repeats itself so a pattern will emerge and they can start investing in the same way, but that sometimes is not the case, where there is no pattern. But what we might do as humans we might look at patterns, we might link to cause and one effect so something might happen, and we'll be like oh this is the cause, this is the effect, so because of this and because of this the stock market has moved today. Again we don't know why the stock market has gone up or gone down on a particular day, but we link and then this is something that we have seen a lot with the newspapers with medias. 
The media industry usually puts all these headlines saying the Sensex or the stock market fell today by XYZ percentage, why, because something like this happened, they are trying to connect parallels and dots but there might be so many other variables for it. Axiom 6, on mobility this axiom is very important. The main important thing here is, avoid latching on to familiar. Now, you must be wondering what does this, avoid latching on to familiar mean. It simply means, familiar things in investing offer you this comfort feeling, which may lead for you to have some emotional attachments. Consider this example, so there are some stocks in the stock market that you might be very familiar with and you have been investing for a very long period of time and that would make you take decisions from an emotional angle rather than a logical approach. Let's suppose if you are investing in a particular stock from a long period of time, and you know that stock is good as you have seen it over 3 years or 4 years period and you are investing it now. Now suppose that stock it suddenly drops to 20% and usually according to your logic if it goes down by 20% it means you need to sell right now, but what sometimes if it's an investing stock that you are investing from a very long period of time and you are familiar with it, you would be like, this stock is good previously also this stock has shown similar ups and downs, so this time maybe it will go up. But maybe it's not gonna go up maybe it's fundamentally flawed and it's gonna go down, but because you are so familiar with this stock, and it's like you know you've been investing in this for a very long period of time, you take an emotional decision rather than a logical approach, and when you take an emotional decision it becomes harder for you to sell out of that stock. So, don't get trapped in any declining investment if something is going down just because you have emotions for that particular stock, you don't want to get out from that stock even if it's declining. Always remember don't let your emotions attach to your stock. Axiom 7, on intuition intuition is basically a hunch, the feeling that you get from inside that this stock might do well or go up. Now you can have an intuition, that is great, but please back your intuition with something. Don't just have a hunch and say that you have an intuition, this will go up, so let's buy. Never do that. If you have an intuition do more research about it, look at the data once more and see whether your intuition is justified or not. If you are only investing because of your intuition, without checking the data then you are playing with luck and that the odds somehow tilt in your favor and it goes up the chances of you beating the stock market every time with intuition is very less. Intuition is not that a good thing to have but back it up with data. Axiom 8, on a cult a cult basically means magical or supernatural powers. A lot of people in the stock market think that some magical or supernatural force will make their investments go up and suddenly will make you rich, if that was possible everyone would have become rich and everyone would be praying to magical supernatural powers right now, that's not how it works. Relying on some supernatural power to get you rich will actually make you poor. If you believe in some supernatural powers that's absolutely fine, but don't mix it up with financial, never ever correlate that belief in supernatural power into the stock market and don't do a financial bet because of that. Always do a financial bet with numbers and logic and data and lot of research. Axiom 9, on optimism and pessimism optimist means, a person who always expects the best or who is always looking at the best case scenario whereas pessimist is a guy who always looks at the worst case scenario. Now you can't be only optimistic person all the time in the stock market because you start getting clouded judgment. You can't be like the person only be looking at the best case scenario, neither you can't be a person who only looks at the bad side of the stock. Rather you have to be realist when you are investing in the stock market. Now, what does this book says is, there is difference between optimism which is expecting the best and having confidence means knowing how you will do if the worst also comes, you have to be realistic that expect the best, but also have that confidence or this ability to handle the worst, then only you will be having a balanced feed in the stock market. Blind optimism which a lot of people have, is a most dangerous thing as you never believe that this talk will go down. As said, no one can predict what will happen in the stock market tomorrow. 
Look at the best case scenario, but be realistic, you have to be optimist and pessimist at the same time. Axiom 10, on consensus consensus means majority opinion. This book says, disregard the majority opinion it might probably be wrong, now what this actually mean is, in stock market we see a lot of gurus, we see a lot of experts, or these bankers, research firms, forecasters everyone, always comes and says something about the future. Now there is two ways to look at these, when these people come and give knowledge, there are two ways to look at this, one, whatever they are saying is absolutely the truth and there is nothing but the truth and that is exactly what is going to happen. This is little weird and stupid as we all know except God no one else can predict future, but that is what some people believe, that whatever this guys come and say, this is the future and it will happen. Where a second way to look at this is, which is quite tough and also make you a better investor as you start asking question, saying that, why he is thinking like this, start questioning it, start examining it, start verifying it, start doing your own research behind it. When the whole world is saying something is good, don't just believe it, do your own deep research, and invest only when you know and understand each and everything behind that particular investment. Basically this axiom says is, listen to the majority sometimes they are right, but not always sometimes they might be wrong, either which way listen to them but do your own research and figure out whether it's good or bad. Axiom 11, on stubbornness we all have been taught that, if you don't succeed then try again and again, until you succeed, sadly this doesn't hold good in the stock market, no doubt it's very nice thing but in stock market you are pouring a lot of money inside it, and you will be like I failed once and you will try again, your money is going again and again, and why it is going because you are stubborn enough to realize that this is not going to work and let me leave it. Don't be stubborn understand when an instrument or when a stock is in loss and get out from it remember that one of the axioms which is don't live on hope, if a ship is sinking then jump and leave. Axiom 12, on planning this is one of the most important axiom. Planning the future is good because it gives you sense of stability. But don't get too stuck up on these plans or don't always think that the plan is the way, I have to live my life. Because sometimes what happens is something so random comes into the middle of plan that it might ruin the entire plan and at that time don't feel bad about it, because it's fine, because plans are made for you to stick by something but always understand that the plan can be spoiled, by something new in the market. Just like COVID-19. The same way comes into the stock market, many of us invested in any stock for 20 years, but we never know how company will perform in next 20 years, so what can you do here is look at the quarterly results of the company every 3 months and then decide whether you need to stay at invested at that particular company, or you need to get out from that investment, keep a track of the industry and also see if the government has imposed some rules regarding that industry, so you always need to keep constant track. Invest with a plan but always keep track and keep an eye out for everything that is changing around in the market. Okay friends, these were the 12 axioms from the book Zurich Axioms and these basically spoke about 12 things with respect to risk and rewards what Max Gunther learned from his own experiences and his father's experiences when he was working in the Swiss bank operation. Now, we have seen this 12 axioms and now we have to be honest with ourselves, we have to be true to ourselves and see which axioms applies to you and try to figure out what is that something that you can improve, because it's okay to be wrong it's okay to be bad but the only way is to understand what the flaws are in by yourself, so, that you can become a better investor and if you become a better investor you make more money in the long term, your chances of becoming rich will be high. Well friends this was all from our side, if you have liked our today's content, then make sure you follow us as we try our best to bring more financial content, to increase the financial literacy within you. Happy learning, happy investing. This is Finance with Batra. Financially departing you.